This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined today by Gabriel Bringers. Good afternoon. And Robbie Payne. What's up, everybody? And collectively, we are Chrome Unboxed. So today, I want to start with uh, what seems to just be a, a continuing segment on, on our show. I think this is just, we, we just talk, we just open up it's the just show. just a running joke at it's, this point. Is all it is. Yeah. <laughs> joke, it's real. We, we, we're, we're talking about Atlas, folks, and this is uh, Pixelbook 2 or some made by Google device, and uh, we just looked it up before we started recording. We've been tracking this thing for how long, Robbie? Since March of 2018. So we're coming up on... 18 or 17? 2018. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, I think the Pixel feels book like launched, two and a half yeah. years. <laughs> the Pixel Book launched in October of 2017, so we wouldn't have seen any movement oh, yeah, on it yeah, until yeah. early of 2018. But we've been tracking it since then, right alongside Nocturne, yeah, and all that stuff. And obviously, expected it to launch alongside Nocturne. Um, I just pulled up a, a post. What was the title of this one? Another Pixel Book Two leak? Sure, why not? It was when, <laughs> like, before the member. It was about this time last year. These the, yeah, these uh, YouTube ads YouTube TV ads started popping yeah. up, and they had this Pixel Book in them that these super slim bezels and it didn't look super photoshopped and i mean i i went in on one of them uh i remember going in and measuring the screen ratios and and comparing it to the existing one i wrote an article about yeah it. yeah, yeah. Um, full full it, like it ended investigation up being, yeah it ended were... up being if if it was going to be a real device it would have been like a 13 and a half inch screen uh at a four by three exactly four by three ratio which is interesting that they ended up doing that even if it was photoshopped that it was exactly four by three. Like it could have been off or like skewed or stupid looking, but whatever, who knows? It could have been a thing at one point in time that could have been Atlas. It doesn't seem to be Atlas now because what we're seeing now, all of these months later. So again, let's do some math. What are we in July? Mm -hmm. So seventh month, so four months, 16 months, <laughs> 16 months. We've been talking about this Chromebook. Oh God, it's long in the teeth. It's gonna, but, it's gonna be weird when it comes out. Like it's going to come out. We're going to be like, uh, Cool. Yeah. Uh, there it is. This thing we've been tracking for. Yeah, especially because like we talked last week, and we're going to talk a little bit today yeah, too about so it. many ads devices Gosh, will probably so be right stuff. there. Yeah. So it's man, it's almost going to feel the like anticlimactic. I think. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm because of the that. difference in the climate and what it, the whole market's going to look like by the time this thing finally shows up, it's going to be so different. Yeah. Um, if it would have shown up with 
Nocturne, what what that would have been. Yeah, who knows? Or even I O like. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I O. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like what they did with Atlas is maybe they were gonna just straight up do Pixelbook two, and they're you know with the way that Nocturne went and they were seemingly putting all their eggs in that tablet basket. Yeah. And it obviously did not go well. Didn't have a bottom in it. No. And so maybe they you know kept the baseboard or I, who knows like the baseboard we've been tracking is still got eighth gen stuff in it that's so what I, like that's we what go, i can't wrap the my end head of 2019 around. Yeah. launch an eighth gen core i stuff while all these hatch devices are coming out with 10th gen comp like yeah well, I, let, uh, we'll see maybe it's going to be try to be affordable maybe yeah. it's going to be enterprise driven because yeah. uh, we've got you know cloud next the guy basically said yeah we're working on a device it's going to do something different than the pixel book and the pixel slate so I, in Whatever this, that means, right? What what is that even? That and the guy's title, he's VP of like uh, I don't remember something something, and then emerging technology. So, but I'm like, what? One thing to note is that Meowth. I don't know if you remember Meowth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was Meowth. actually Cannon Lake, and it got scrapped. And that's true. Maybe Google's just trying to figure out what they're going to do with this thing because it doesn't make any sense to release an eighth gen device. No. So are they going to port unless, it? Port unless it they did it at a super affordable rate. Yeah. If they bring it's out this... the Pixelbook A, you know, whatever. Jeez, right. please don't. But hey, I, if they come out with a, I mean, they they can. Uh, I would love this. I would love gen, if they did that. Gen just, or maybe even uh, who knows yeah. whichever generation they're on, and an affordable de- device. Right. Maybe maybe we're missing it, and there's another Google device being developed right now that we don't see, yeah. and they're going to be released maybe they, together. They put I, them out I, at the same time. Yeah. Who knows. Yeah, because I mean, I could easily see them if you think about like the Pixel Book. They could so simply upgrade it, like leave the chassis in place. And as much as I don't love the silicone handrests, eh, you know, they could either just take those off and just kind of put two nubs at the end or something. I, they could retool that in, in a couple different ways. They could bring the aluminum up where the where the palm rests are or something, and then just have right because they do actually serve a purpose. Yeah, right. They're, they're the stands when you flip it over and all that stuff. So they'd have to figure out a different way to do that part probably not that big of a deal from an engineering standpoint uh, replace the bottom with regular feet instead of the silicone that discolors so you get rid of that that's one of the main gripes and then expand the screen you know get a get a larger screen and just take up less of the bezel it doesn't have to be perfectly symmetrical uh, it would be nice if it was but if they stretch that screen out and keep that three by two ratio and just fill in those bezels a little bit give us a little more screen real estate mm-hmm. upgrade the the processors inside and yeah. done Pixelbook 2. Like, it doesn't need to be this new revolutionary device. They could do that and then turn around and offer whatever it is that Atlas is going to be, which we, I guess, need to talk about now. Uh, what's shown up this week? Yeah, so we've, uh, we have some photos. And, and for those of you that might be listening that are... Uh, haven't, haven't heard us talk about the repositories and bug trackers and all this different stuff, basically, because of the nature of Chrome OS, there are people working on things and... Uh, that information is out there, and, and we can go find it. Yeah, uh, and it's, it's important to note like what open source work looks like mm-hmm. and what it means. Because honestly, before we started doing this, I didn't fully like. I knew open source just meant people could get it, but I'm like, well, what would you do with it, or what does it, what does that even mean? And the cool part about open sourcing software, this is just a little sidebar here. The cool part about all of this is that um, Google could put a baseboard out and say, "Hey, we've emerged Atlas baseboard," and anyone can write code anyone can go in there and and submit changes for that baseboard so hey we need this baseboard to connect to this type of pointing device so we need that driver so technically like if the 
driver's a Synaptics touchpad and he's a Synaptics driver, a guy from Synaptics can go in and write code and, and, right. and, and then it gets reviewed by other people who are writing. And so all of this is happening um, not just in the open, but like in this communal sort of way. So you end up seeing emails and, and people who are writing commits that are from other professions and other they do mm-hmm. other stuff, but this is part of uh, just their professional development. It's part of them contributing to the whole. Um, and we see the best example of all of this is the Chromium-based uh, Edge browser on Windows now. Like the exactly. fact that that's there. There are the, all these Microsoft devs now writing commits to the Chromium right. repositories, same place we go and find this stuff because it's Chrome and Chrome OS are, are being developed in here. And so they're all writing this stuff that they're like, hey, we had these ideas with Edge and we want to see them on our version of Edge. You don't have to use them on your version of Chromium because there's some other browsers based on Chromium too. You know, and, and Chrome, Google doesn't have to choose. That's the difference. Chromium is the open source. And then Chrome is where Google says, hey, I'm going to take the Chromium code we're making our branded thing so we can do our own stuff with this code. And then Edge says the same thing. We're taking the same code base. We're going to make Edge out of it. And it was Brave? Is it Brave browser? Brave is that a Chromium-based? Yeah, Brave is very much Chromium, just uh-huh. stripped down. And so that it, that's the perfect example. Like, all of a sudden, you have a bunch of Microsoft engineers and love or hate Windows. Like, let's give credit where credit's due. These dudes know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so you've just brought all these people in that are now submitting code and making corrections and fixing bugs because it serves their purpose too. Right. And it's the beauty of open source software. Um, so sidebar, that's, that's the reason that exists. It's not yeah. just like, Hey, we're going to develop out in the open yeah. just because no. like it's, it's a communal effort and it, the, the, the various uh, reasons for people to actually contribute, they're, they're different, but in general, it just means like open source always tends to win in the long, long run because you're bringing in talent from everywhere. And so uh, it's a, why I get excited about Chrome OS in general. It's based on open source stuff. So right. in the end, open source usually ends up winning. So that's where we find all of this stuff. Yeah. And so this week we, we found something that was, uh, well, we didn't find it. Uh, 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 it was Kyle. Yep, I was like, I, Kyle, I couldn't remember his last name. So. Uh, and, and Kyle writes for... 9to5 Nine Google. To five. Yep. He is the Fuchsia and Chrome OS guy over there. He's a very, very sharp guy, developer. Yeah, and he, yeah. he does a great job of finding, like yeah. being able to dig through stuff. And, and Kyle's a developer himself, so right. there's some stuff that he can find sometimes that we'll skip over and not see or not understand right. the meaning behind. smarter than us, okay? We'll just say it. <laughs> yeah, you're smarter, <laughs> Kyle. Smart. Fine. Yeah. No, fine. 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 It's fine. It's fine. So Kyle, uh, Kyle found a uh, photo of... Uh, atlas yeah this particular one was not one where i think he put two and two together right i'm sure he probably had you can star chromium commits and you can star bug stuff so the bug tracker is also uh, kind of sort of open if the Sorted, bug yeah. is attached to something that's internal so again if it's a bug for chromium or chromium os those stay open it's a bug for chrome or a bug for edge or a bug for chrome os they can hide those. Right. If, it, if that, it's becomes, a, that's proprietary. Yeah, that, and if it's built around a device that's not released <laughs> right. yet, uh, the developers have have obviously have the right to make those private. And when it's Google, they do often make them <laughs> Unless private. Unless it's Atlas, uh, apparently. Or the, the other situation, if it's a critical security flaw that's been right. reported by users, right. they don't want that coming out and having a zero-day issue, so they will make it private until they can address it and and that way there's minimal damage but from we, the bug. We've, we've talked about dog fooding before yeah. so the, this idea that they get devices out and stuff for people to have their hands on them and stuff like that 
This is the is this the third Atlas? Yeah. Yeah. There were two yeah. prior to this. So this is the third Atlas League. This is clearly None of again, them look alike. <laughs> right. And this is clearly a developer who took a picture to get a point across. The bug has been closed down now, so uh, unfortunately we can't go and look and mess with the, with the bug. But my guess is Kyle probably had this bug starred and he saw an update and went to go check it out and oh look, here's a here's a picture of Atlas. And the other ones were videos. These guys took videos of the device and I'm like, I'm sure Google's just Face palm all yeah. day. Like, why are you doing? It? We gave you this device. We didn't tell you to put this online. But it makes me wonder a couple things. Pixel Four. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> with, uh, with the other leaks of Atlas, I pretty quickly because they didn't. Neither one of them looked the same. They looked like different chassis. No. So I was really quick to dismiss. Like that's not. It's not just not final hardware. It's likely this is just a shell that's holding the yeah, baseboard so they exactly. can test some stuff. I think most people who develop and write code like this are smarter than average people. Um, I would think they would not post a photo in a public bug tracker, like you know, like just like eh, who cares? Unless they knew this isn't final hardware, so it doesn't matter, right? Um, so, or he I, thought he made it private and he didn't. That could be. That could <laughs> be because there's some stuff in this in this particular photo that lean us to thinking maybe this could be closer to final hardware i just don't know that it is final hardware right um all this has to do with the board to a mac one or the other yeah i mean it's just the way this stuff works if they're if if that person's testing one or two particular features it doesn't matter what screen he's got it attached to it doesn't matter what mouse and keyboard as long as it works for him to get around yeah i mean if i if i wanted to take the time to do it and i got a hold of a board with the tpm and all the stuff that is supported for that atlas device i could shove it into a mac chassis if i wanted to but right and and deal with all the stuff that would be broken you'd have yeah. to do it on your own well, it's whatever um, but so yeah i mean in the picture though there's some uh standout stuff uh it's worth going over to chromeunbox.com and, and actually looking at the photo but we, we did a photo of it and then kind of staged a photo of the pixel book next to it um and there, there's some striking similarities to the way that the frame looks. Uh, it looks like aluminum on the edges. The padding around the, between the frame and the glass look very similar. But the top corner is 100% different than the Pixelbook. The Pixelbook's pretty squarish. And this thing is super rounded. So if you have a MacBook around you, it looks very similar. Um, very similar, actually, to the like a uh, current gen macbook yeah uh, the, the way it's the curved roundedness of the of the corners but yeah. the bezel at least on the right way tinier than the existing pixelbook the one on the top is smaller than the one that's here but not not a ton smaller so not symmetrical bezels so you know is it going to be a clamshell or is it going to be a convertible hard to tell right right so um I mean, we, we, I feel like we get, we are, we're, we talk about Atlas so much, but but this is this is a potentially really uh, cool device that could be coming. For for those that right. are listening that haven't listened before, um, when if if things line up the way we maybe think they might, like when could we expect Atlas? When, when do you uh, all hope? We're not making Atlas? any more guesses. I know we've we've swung and missed a lot with Atlas. <laughs> So we're kind of we're kind of tired of Atlas, to be honest with you. Uh, I, was but trying, I was trying to put you on the let's on just the line, let's just say October. Here. I'm saying October. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. at this it's point, good a chance as any that they're going to do it in October. We know they've got something coming sometime this year because they've said so. Yeah, in multiple different times, it said. wouldn't make any sense for them to do a hardware launch around the Pixel phone launch. So they're either going to do it at the Pixel event or they're just going to say. 
hey, oh, here's this. this thing. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell, and it's hard to tell like if they end up aiming it at Enterprise. I mean, they can do those quietly. Uh, yeah, you know, someone had mentioned that Google has that grab-and-go program where they yeah. have uh, they devices said, yeah, Atlas in racks perfectly that with yeah, grab customers can take or employees can take when they're on the go. They right. check them out. They're managed. And, and maybe it is. Maybe Google's just saying, hey, we're just going to make an affordable but powerful device for enterprise, and yeah. that's where we're going to target. I mean, you know, some, some OEMs have done that. HP has their g1 version of devices that they've sold that you can buy them but they're they're geared towards enterprises right so um well and, and one other point i want to make mm-hmm. with this like i'm starting to use language more like instead of saying pixelbook 2 for sure like made by google it's a made by google and it's likely going to be in the pixelbook family so they can name it something else pixelbook something or three whatever. Axle. three yeah. three axle. pixelbook 3a xl tr yes g1 Yes, G1. Two, seven, eight, niner. 360. Wow. <laughs> 360, but clamshell. Spin. Spin. Uh, Detachable. Yeah. We were we were talking or, uh, in, in a message. Uh, was that yesterday no, or this, this morning? morning. <laughs> yeah. Because you asked just, what the name of that just, device is. Just Chromebook names. Chromebook names are not great. Chromebook names. And that's what's been so great about the Pixelbook. Like, oh, it's so easy. Pixelbook. People remember yeah, it. Is. And, and you know what? Le- it. Lenovo either just decided they were tired of it or they've listened because the Yoga was like the Lenovo Yoga C630. Yeah. It's just the Yoga Chromebook. And that sounds so much better. Right. Yep. Just do that. HP and then <laughs> just do that. <laughs> then just make- Dell's kind of tried to do that too. It's a Dell and Sprong. Yeah, they've got like their model exactly numbers that you, you don't really look for, but right. yeah, they it's just Inspiron. So uh, if 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 we expect this to maybe come in October at Google's hardware event, which we thought was gonna keep happening on ten four, that apparently yeah that got blown la- out of the water la- last year ten nine ten nine last year. But in in general, if we think they're gonna have a hardware event early October, if for some reason, like that, we there's there's not going to be uh, potentially any other devices that they might announce. So if if we get an invite, are we going to speculate that that there's? Would, do you think there's a chance they would invite us if we show up and they don't there's announce any crumbs crumb stuff? Yeah, I, maybe. Like, I mean, may, I, at I, this point, just because we've been, yeah, like I think well, they that, probably were going to they take are that invite still list. expanding the Nest line and all that stuff. Yeah, and there's that other stuff for us know, to cover, hub, of course. The but yeah, Home Hub, the Nest Hub Max is right. coming out later this year, right. available yeah. later this year. But who knows what they're going to debut? And yeah, that's that's the curious part because they put all the home stuff and did all that stuff at I/O. So right. That was half the show. Uh, well, what did they do last year? What was the show last year? At Obviously, I-O? Pixel Three. No, no, the oh. October Pixel Three, Pixel Slate. Slate. Was that it? Did they do any home products last year? Was the two home years hub? ago the whole oh, clips? The home hub. It was Home uh, Hub. Yeah, Home Hub. Home Hub came out at that little, yeah. little dude I've got sitting over. Yeah, there. that's right. Because uh, they had a whole mm-hmm. yeah half their showroom was yeah. just like Home clips. Hub. Remember clips? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fail. Uh, Woo, buddy! So much they googled fail. that one, googled it right <laughs> up, uh, Google uh, all over it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Let's, let's, let's try this uh, thing. Oh, it doesn't work. Just let it fade into yeah. nothing. So, it's fine. so for those that no that, one cares. For for those that say we just fanboy about Google all the time, we we are quick to admit when they mess up. Yeah, something. for the three people clips, that remember, super clips, chat. They, Come oh, on, yeah. super chat. <laughs> who remembers that? I O with three years yeah, ago. Two like, years. This is gonna, yeah revolutionized uh, live video man. 
Well, I mean, let's look at how much time uh, Aloe took up in I.O. a couple years Can ago. We, why'd you have to bring up yeah, no. Why you got to bring up Just change the whole mood of the podcast. Yeah, I figure. Yeah, I mean, if we're sad. hating on Google, that's, the, I guess, that's uh, the best way. That and spaces, that's true. man. Yeah. You want to cut me deep. Those two. <laughs> cut spaces. me deep. Spaces. Yeah, I, left the, uh, <gasps> I left the shortcut on my, on my uh, shelf for months. For months. spaces? Yes, it was there. I used it. To, I used that to the bitter end until it like you went to it. And it was not there anymore. <laughs> like Google Plus, when it was coming to an end, it got to the point where it was like, okay, can we go ahead and kill this? Yeah, let's just walk Spaces, away. man, it was so hard to let go. Matter of fact, we watched. We had a group chat <laughs> for with I. some o. of our our Chrome buddies for IO in the spaces. First, yeah, in spaces, and it was awesome. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That might have been the Google super Plus, chat. <laughs> especially with Google Plus dying, like spaces should be <clears throat> the thing. thing. Like it was so great, you know. I'm not going to get into it. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. Bring it back. All right, Sorry. let's switch gears. Let's yeah. let's we're we're getting all bummed out over we're, here. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about some uh, some other devices. Well, one specific device that's coming. Um, last week we talked about a lot of the hatch family. So a baseboard hatch that's getting developed. And now there's all these other devices that are hatching from that. Uh, gosh, that's such a bad joke. That's such a bad joke. I'm sorry. Fall right Um, into it. Uh, so, so the one that, um, um, I think you found this Robbie, uh, Cled. 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 Yeah. K L E D. Um, yeah, it's just another variant of the hatch family. Um, and, and just serves like, to show what we talked about last week that that this family of devices based around hatch is going to be very impactful and it's we mentioned at the beginning like the whatever atlas is is going to launch in the middle of this um we're gonna talk about media tech stuff here in a second um all of qualcomm's mm-hmm. devices that are obviously in the works like this fall is going to be Every fall so far since we've been doing this has been different. It's not like, oh yeah, it's fall and here's what we do in the fall and right. the same. No, it just it's different. Be... And this this fall looks to be the most varied and different um, lineup of new Chromebooks and stuff that we've seen. Probably also care. I would guess would carry into also in like the CES season. Oh yeah, too. absolutely. Like, yeah, I mean, four, tablets are a thing one. now, but they haven't really emerged. I mean, no. tablet, Someone, someone's got to make a good no one. No one's running out going, man, i got to buy a Chrome OS tablet right, right now. And, I mean, they may never, but there's going to be more tablets. So, yeah. I mean, Google's hard at work, clearly, um, still on tablet interface and, and making UI good. You know, like we've talked about this before. I just think they they uprooted so many things in trying to make get things ready for the pixel slate Mm -hmm. that they stumbled across the finish line on that. You know, it it was so many broken pieces left in the wake of them trying to get the UI right. And just like they do with almost everything else, they just went and threw it out there and people responded and the bugs are there and we're finally starting to see, I mean, it's, we're coming up on a year since uh, 70 rolled out. um, I think August of last year. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it, it just serves as this notice that I mean that the landscape's changing. Google is still moving. They yeah, they're not making tablets for themselves anymore, but that doesn't change the fact that I think Chrome OS is going to mature into a very good tablet operating system that can be way more than just a tablet. Right. The problem is it most people buy a tablet to be a tablet first. 
mm-hmm. and then the extra stuff's cream on top and Chrome OS comes at it the opposite way. So, hey, we're a great desktop. Put a mouse and a keyboard and you're ready to go. Most people aren't buying tablets to do that with. So they're right. buying a tablet to be a tablet. if I can buy a great desktop that's a great tablet too, that's yeah. different. But there's you, some You might to finally sell me. Um, yeah. I, I did, uh, I wrote an article this last week on the Tab 10 and just put the, the C-type keyboard in front of it and then just use the pen. Because I was just kind of so intrigued. No yeah, yeah, no mouse whatsoever. So it actually keeps it, when you don't put a mouse into that combination, it keeps it in tablet mode technically. And that's what I wanted. I wanted it to behave like a tablet and then instead, my, instead of having a pointing device on the screen, my pointing device is literally a pointing device. And so um, it was actually great. Uh, I could see myself working like that. It's very much a lean forward experience because you, you can't sit back and move the mouse around. So it feels more active, like you're into the screen a little bit more. Um, and you could try this if you have a convertible Chromebook that has a pen support on it. Or, I mean, you can use your finger, obviously. It just the pen is a little bit more fine. More, it feels more like a mouse. Uh, so small links and stuff on websites don't feel like a big deal with your big mm-hmm. fat finger hitting it. Um, but if you have a convertible Chromebook, especially that's pen enabled, you know, you can give it a try, flip it into that, go get you a keyboard that can either wire in or Bluetooth or USB-C or whatever. Um, and hook that in, flip your key or flip your Chromebook around in tablet mode and just try it and see, see what that feels like. And it'll let you know a little bit more how Chrome OS what, is evolving. It's right. a tablet right. OS not just as a desktop OS, but until they get all that, those kinks out, like I don't, I don't think we'll see an emergence of tablets. I don't no. think we're going to end up seeing like, wow, look at all these tablets. I have to have one, but if they can get it, if they can just keep refining what they've made and clean it up and get it smooth and buttery and nice to use. Because honestly on devices where it works well, the tablet UI, it's fun. Yeah. Like it's actually it really is. fun and to mess yeah. around, like swiping stuff and around. And as you it said, Google's, really Google's it, this isn't something where they're just saying, oh, well, you know, we've tried and we'll, 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 we'll make it, it work. They're working hard on this. You, oh, found, yeah. you found some stuff just this week on them on new, not just cleaning up, but new stuff on yeah, overview mode. Really. And, you know, Chrome OS 75 brought some of those jank fixers with right. it when it finally rolled out. So jank, fixers. jank fixers. That's a technical term. Uh, jank fix. <laughs> jank fix. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it seems like we'll talk about this more next week because I've got to dig into it a little bit more and figure out what they're doing. But there, there are some bigger changes coming to overview mode, and right now they're all focused on tablet. Like mm-hmm. so, it's a tablet UI. So uh, don't don't fool yourself into thinking that that Chrome OS on tablets has gone away just because Google exited the space. I just think they they may be making finally a mature decision on the hardware front and saying, you know what. Let's pair back and focus and make the stuff we've got good and then expand out from there instead yeah. of just being like, yeah, let's do all the things, you know, because it's I, I guarantee you their behavior like that with software, they probably don't face a ton of ramification for. So they don't have to deal with people. Um, I mean, people get upset when they killed inbox, for instance, you know, um, that sucked too. I loved inbox, but it's like, well, there's an, another thing, and it was free anyway, so right. I can't get that mad about it. And so, you know, yeah, you have some ill will. You close down a piece of software, move on. When they do this same approach with hardware, they're like, yeah, clips. Let's put this clip-on camera that's going to record you all the time. And, oh, uh, uh, let's make this many Pixel phones. And, oh, let's do a Chrome OS tablet. And, oh, maybe a Pixel tablet, too. And, you know, and those have ramifications like right. dollars and cents. You've got crap sitting in a factory and sitting in a warehouse right now. That's not going to sell. And so now all of a sudden your investors are going, 
the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, stop just throwing stuff at the wall. If you want to do that on the software side, fine. There's not much ramification. Stop doing it on the hardware side of things. Rein yourself in, figure out who you are, and then build stuff out of that instead. And it feels like they're, they're a step away from tablets. Hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers, hopefully is a step in that direction of maturation of, of Google as a hardware company because I don't care how much money you have. They're still a young hardware company that's trying Very to figure out so. what the heck they're doing. Yeah, and like you said, like the the whole tablet experience, it's it's why I still use the Slate a lot because they're you and eight people. I know, I know. Me and me and my my wow. crew out I there. I tried it again. I did. I the tried crew it, and it's still of, just of it's Slate still users. Just yeah. If if you use the Slate, please please hit me up <laughs> on on Twitter and let me know so we can we can create a. A fan club. And if you're a hashtag slate hater like myself, <laughs> you can let me know hey, that we'll, too. We'll have, we'll, have, we'll have Team Robbie and Team Joe. Team Pixelbook, yeah. Team Slate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll win. Battle. Yeah. But uh, I, I think there was... I'm trying to remember who, who made this video. Um, maybe it was uh, t- the TLD guys, uh, jo- Jonathan Mo- Morrison, maybe. Is that his last name? Um, when, when the pro stuff was coming out, he made a video about... Uh, uh, audio engineering on on a tablet basically yeah, yeah. and in that he he talked a little bit about you know some of the tactile nature of yeah. of using a tablet yeah. and using the pen and these sorts of things and like lightroom on the slate is just awesome and like being able to use the pen to do just little fine adjustments mm-hmm. and stuff and and any artist that's kind of doing the same thing i would love to to do video editing that way right um Project, on, Adobe. Project, Project Rush, Project Rush, come on. So, um, yeah, there's just something tactile about it and, and almost not, an, well, maybe a little bit analog, like kind of going, right. and, and like you said, is that lean-in approach to where you're kind of in it and you're kind of leaned over on the device right. working instead of that typical desktop, like pointer and, and keyboard kind of sitting back. Right. Um, so, man, I, I love it. I love the, 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 the tablet experience on Chrome OS is going to continue to get better. I'm going to keep using it on the slate and loving it. Slate, Go for it. Team slate. <laughs> team All right, folks. Hey, we're going to, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about Chrome OS version 75. So hang with us. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. All right, everyone, welcome back. And as promised, we are going to talk about Chrome OS version 75. It's it's back it for real is this time. Back, yes, for real. <laughs> so so are yeah, you they sure. Had no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, nope, it's gone now. It's gone. No. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's back. Just seriously though, they could take it, take it back, take it back. It, so what? What ha- you did uh, discover yeah. a little bit about what happened? Maybe yeah. So it, it was released back on the 26th of June then mysteriously halted for some reason and the the server that actually pushes those updates was reverted back to 74 so it's not like they took it back if you had 75 you stayed on it uh which uh, the, maybe they, they should have they've taken done that it, once right? they have once one it time. was back in the 60s 
not 1960s, but version 60s. <laughs> version 60s. It's like, wow. Y'all you know, back, back in the 60s. <laughs> what do you mean, y'all? <laughs> me? <laughs> You're that old, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Y'all didn't know that about me, did you? <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So they halted the rollout, and then a few days ago, it fired back up, I guess, but it was just for the slate. So the slate was the only device getting yes. the update to 75. <laughs> Which is weird because the slate was the one that was having all the issues. Exactly. Yeah. Slate so. was the problem. Uh, yeah. One point, one point slate. Right at the center of it all, <laughs> Google. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so a couple days ago, they have now officially relaunched it. And as far as I can tell from, from the server, any device that is not end of life should have 75. If you don't, it, it should be out anytime now. But... The majority of devices have it. Uh, there was a comment on Android Police, Android, I think. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Hager, uh, commenter said he worked for Google G Suite and that there, it was a security issue. There was a bug that had been reported in '75 and '76, and that's what caused the the halt. But I guess whatever it is, they've isolated it and, and taken care of it because '75 is back officially, and if you don't have it, you should. Yeah. So. Um, so for those uh, that that don't know, I think you pulled up the release notes. What what yeah. sort of what what are the top kind of uh, key? Yeah, which here? Uh, that's another thing. This is kind of odd. Usually when they when they re-release because this release version has a different different version number than the original one that came out on the twenty sixth. It has not shown up on the release notes yet. But here's what came along with seventy five when it first came out. You have. Uh, Google Assistant for managed devices, so your kid-friendly Google Assistant, I guess. Um, and then you have uh, Linux Beta can now access uh, Android devices, which that's a big deal for developers that can now debug their apps using their, their Android phones just via USB on their Chromebook, which is that, that's a big deal. Google's pushing for Chrome OS to be the all-in-one do everything device you don't need a mac you don't need a linux device or whatever you've got it all right there so that's a big deal if you're a developer uh third-party file support file app support uh for i, I don't use third-party i don't know dropbox is not one of them that's all i know right. box.com uh, yeah, box box.com uh, i guess OneDrive would yeah yeah one drive one so. thing i was so hoping for there was google photos i was so hoping that and if if you have an android phone in general Google Photos, like yeah. once you have it installed, it's like, just perfect. It, when you go to the file picker, like in Instagram, to go pick a uh, an image, for instance, you you can click in your photos into your Google Photos and search around and get the image. I was so hoping that, like, okay, if I put the Android app, since this works with Android right, apps, right. I get the Android app of Google Photos, which I don't really want because I like the PWA, but it would it would mount my Google Photos as a place I can just pick photos from. Nope. And nope. Uh, especially now that they've removed the whole integration yeah, with so Drive. if y'all are like, listening and you're not working on that, like, let's just figure that out. Just, just, just give me the honestly option. put it in the settings. Say I want my Google Photos enabled on my on my Chrome, file system. Chrome OS. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it, it needs so. to be a Chrome OS. That yeah. needs to be. I don't. I don't want to install the Photos. No, no offense against it, but I don't want to install the Photos app for Android when the PWA is so good right, on it, my Chromebook. It, yeah, I don't, I don't so want another Android It's so native to all the, all the Google Cloud stuff that yeah. you use already. Just just have it there just as put a it in my Yeah, in so. my thing. Here's my files, my play, and boom. 
yeah. Google Photos. It's there. Yeah. So the other two things is that was uh, there's a pen support for printers, which just allows you to uh, connect to a printer using a pen number. It's right. more secure and stuff like that. And then some uh, some fixes and patches for these uh, the latest Intel flaws that came out a month or two ago. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Intel. Intel flaws. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So we're we're going to talk about Intel flaws on every podcast until Atlas is released. <laughs> we will talk. <laughs> we're going to hold it ransom. Flaws. We have two. We have two segments on our show: Atlas uh, and Intel flaws. <laughs> Atlas and Intel flaws. Hey, what's broken on Intel today? Hope you guys. Hope we're going to we're going to spin off a lot. another podcast and another website. Yeah, just, just about Intel that. flaws. And about Atlas. I wonder if that exists. Is that a is that a is that a website? Robbie's building it right now. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm making. Is that it. what you're? Is that what you're doing over there? I am. I'm making. Are you? It. Are It'll you be easier it? than other site you worked on today. <laughs> That's true. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this this is uh, although there have been some issues with this release. Um, this isn't this like we've talked a little bit about like some of the big updates that come. This one isn't huge like this isn't a massive uh, yes and no no yeah. it did it did uh and you robbie robbie put a video out a few weeks back that showed some of the tablet stuff yeah. for 75 uh was it 75 yeah it was, yeah, it was. Like yeah. yeah so that should be there and that's just uh that's tablet mode overview so stuff we'll, we'll check it um, yeah, robbie's the tablet guy i don't ever put my device in tablet mode so i don't it could blow up when you put it in tablet mode and i wouldn't yeah. know because i just don't do it yeah, so I'm. I'm just so y'all that obviously you can't see what I'm doing. I'm just opening up a bunch of apps on my Pixelbook. I'm on 75 stable. I've got enough stuff open right now that normally causes everything to fall apart um, from an animation standpoint, and things are nice and smooth. Oh yeah, animations. Yeah, snapping's I mean, working really well. Yeah, yeah. Jank, jank fixes are definitely in place here. Yeah. Um, and this is like just sitting here messing with this UI. This is why. I look forward to them finally fixing tablet OS, you know, in, in general on on Chrome OS because like flinging these apps around and moving and split screening, like it's fun. It is, right. especially if you have a pen in hand. Oh, it just gosh, makes you yeah. feel like I don't know, like it's just it's different. Futurist, it's yeah. like Minority Report. It's yeah, a yeah. new, yeah, it's just a new yeah. new way of interacting. Yeah, it's, yep. it's awesome. So yeah, so uh, so yeah, so so uh, it's a it's a sh- most devices should have it. If, yep. if you don't, it should be coming soon. Uh, 76, we anticipate to be a pretty big update. Yeah, I correct? think the... Oh, gosh, what all... Uh, man, we, we ran down that on the last show, if you want to check that mm-hmm. out. But there there's all kinds of Linux stuff coming in 76. What else you got in there? Uh, uh, there's just that settings tweak there, yeah. further fixes for overview mode. Um, there, there's constant work oh, uh, on family virtual link. desktops. Yeah, virtual. De- oh yeah, that's my desktop. that's my big one, man. There, I've been, there's I've been constant using work it. being done on family link and managed accounts, so there'll probably be some more stuff coming then because they're they're just kind of integrating it piece by piece. Yeah, they, they, there's still some pieces missing there. I had yeah. I had an issue with uh, my daughter's Chromebook. We just put her account under a managed account and. Long story short, whenever the next time she went to log into her Chromebook, it's like, oh, you can't log in. You need to go get your parent. And so I did the whole login thing, but then her Play Store wouldn't work. So I had to power wash the whole thing. Couldn't even power wash it because I couldn't log her out successfully because it was connected to Family Link. So I had to put it in developer mode and back out in order to force a power wash, basically. Once I got it done and signed her in again, then everything's fine. But mm. forewarned, you know, right, like right. at this point anyway, and it could have been a standalone bug. But when you put them in the family link, you might want to sign that Chromebook out first 
and maybe even power wash it yeah. so that it can be part of the, the setup process goes in a different direction with family link Chromebooks. But yeah. it did work on the Chromebook, which was really yeah, It neat. does. And it's, it's, it's leaps and bounds beyond what supervised users was. Um, but, uh, it does still need a little bit of work, Yeah, but it's there and it's a free tool for families to use. And that's awesome. And good on Google for doing that. Yep. There you go. Good Google. I feel like there's been a. See, there's we're been not. Some, we're not bashing Google. It's a bad Google. Just today. call it what we it is. Google. We love yeah. Google. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's let's, right. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we're fans. Yeah. So, um, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's switch gears here. Got two other quick things I want to talk about uh, before we wrap up here today. Biggest um, news of the century: <laughs> Prime Video. You can now cast it. Yeah. Was that it? Was that, That's was that it. the biggest thing? That news? is it. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, I mean, Amazon was it? Amazon Music got it last year, and inevitably everyone came out, well, why would they do this and not Amazon Video? I don't know. I don't Because they were Who bickering. uses Amazon Music? I don't. Because they were all bickering. Yeah. I, they, you had all the battles going on between Google and Amazon. They won't sell Chromecast. You can, They pulled YouTube off of fire. And they, it was just, they were just in a slap fight. That's all it was. Yeah. And not only that, I'm sure the DRM and all the rights and everything to videos are completely different than it is for music and all. Uh, who, whatever. They, they've settled whatever differences are there. And now you have casting on amazon movies and you have youtube on fire stick fire tv and all that stuff so everybody's playing nice and i can finally start using amazon video because i know they've got some great content on there i just never use it because i can't cast it jack ryan yeah man in the high castle and there was a third series that I was Hannah. just like, oh yeah, Hannah. Hannah. Yeah. Those three. I've been waiting because honestly, I don't want to sit and watch an entire series of TV. Copyright Amazon, my, 2019. Yeah, by right. the way, I don't want to. I don't want to watch that on my Chromebook. No, like I don't mind watching an episode. I don't want to know that. I mean, I'm tied into this. I'm not going to go buy a Fire Stick because I'm they gonna go ahead and say Shield TV does have our it, television has Amazon built in, so mm-hmm. it has Hulu, it has all that stuff. It's I'm just too lazy to sit there with the remote and type in the email and the oh, password. It's, okay? it's the worst. Like yeah. in dealing with TV. And UI I know that sounds awful. bad, but it just is what it is. This is the world we live in. It's all about convenience. And now I can cast to my TV. So well, and, and those, those apps may not be as updated as well, if they, what yeah, you're using. They yeah. may not update and break. And, and it's a behavioral thing. Like, right. Especially, I think all three of us have YouTube TV. Yeah. So in general, like, my basic way of operating when I want to watch something on a big screen grab is your phone. always to grab my phone or my Chromebook and cast a session. That's like, it, I always thought that would be weird with TV. Like, Oh, I can't just turn the TV on and it's just like running all the time, but I don't even want to have that anymore. The TV's normally off. It's default now is always off in our house until we're like, do you want to watch this? Yeah, I want to watch that. Here's a question. And then we cast it up. Can I tell my smart display to cast Jack Ryan to my television. Oh, I want, I think that, that probably the, not, but I think the API has to get like Amazon has to integrate that yeah. in. It, I think so on some level, the assistant needs to have access to your Amazon right. account to do that. So I don't know that they've gone that far with it and they may never, that might yeah, still be understandable. I get that just because they do have their own smart assistant. Yeah, Cause I love, you know, say, Hey, you know, G put up the latest episode of America's Got Talent. Right. You know, when we're ready to sit down and watch it and bloop, there it is on the TV, you yeah. know, like, but it, that's just my general way to do things. And so it's even like, I've got a shield TV and it's got Amazon on there, but we've been leaving the shield TV at the office and, you know, or I don't think about it. Cause again, 
I don't really want to pick up a remote and navigate a UI to start a show. I just, it's right here. I have it in my hand. I just make it go on the screen, you know, and it's, that's my general pattern of behavior. That's what I want to do. And now it's there. So uh, Prime Video will become a thing that I'll use on the regular yeah. at this yeah, point because there's a lot of free content that comes with that Prime. And how that many most people everybody have, has? How many people have Prime that have never watched a, yeah, a Prime yeah, Video? Absolutely. So Honestly, I I hadn't until uh, we'll drop another show, Grand Tour, uh, which was uh, the Top Gear guys. Yeah, yeah. Split oh off yeah, of, yeah. And they 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 got a contract oh, with 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 Amazon to make uh, Grand Tour, and it was it such a great show, such a great show, and I like. It had been out for a while, and I'd heard some rumors of it, and I didn't actually watch it until I was up at my brother's. He doesn't have a Chromecast, so I was poking through the the, you know, the TV trying to find something, right. and I was like, oh, cool, I'll watch this. And so now, boom, nice. throw it up on the TV. Love yeah. it. Yeah, and they do. Sometimes I'll, I'll want to watch a movie that I can't find on, you know, on demand or Netflix mm-hmm. or Hulu or whatever, and lo and behold, it's there on Amazon, and I well, forget and that rent, it's there. Like, and you can rent stuff on Amazon, too, and sometimes yep. it's cheaper than it yeah. would be on the Play Store. It's, or, a, it's, just, it's a great move for them yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just glad to have it especially since you're already paying for it right <laughs> like it's now i actually feel like i can access yeah. it sounds silly but it, does, it, it feels like oh okay let's open up this window for all these shows i want to watch because i've i've been hardcore about like when man in the high castle came out i was so interested in that pilot i watched it and i didn't want to sit and watch it on my phone so i cast my phone screen up onto the tv Gross. and that over the course of an hour-long episode <laughs> yeah i mean I had to recast a couple times because the audio lost sync and it would drop frames. All like desperation. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I, I'm I'm very glad that this is a new thing and it's it's around. Yeah, and for and for Echo users, I mean, it's a, for the show. It's a great thing. YouTube's. I don't know. I'm guess they're the most watched video streaming. By video. Far. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. We do well on there. It's okay. Uh, it just makes sense to be able to watch. You should be able to watch YouTube anywhere you want to watch well, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, come on. I mean, so, yeah. so you can now watch Chrome Box videos. That's on right. Your- <laughs> Boom on your Echo Show. Hey, hey, what's her name? Show us the latest video. <laughs> hey, Lexana, Tana, Le- Cor- Corlexi, Cortana, Corlexi. Cortado. Yes, please. Hey, Cortado. <laughs> Last thing, real quick, before we go off on a, uh, a weird assistant naming uh, <laughs> thing. So, um, we've we, we normally don't talk about deals on the show because they are, you know, sometimes. Because uh, there's they'll be all, out there. There's always yeah. There's deals, always deals, yeah. and and we might talk about a deal now, and then you're listening to this, and there's there's not a deal, but. Um, there's a deal out right now on Best Buy that we've got to talk about. Yeah, so if you're listening to this within a few days of this podcast posting, um, likely this will still be in play, and there's a couple things you can do to even make it a sweeter deal, uh, assuming a few things are true or you want to act like they're true. Uh, I'm not telling you to lie about anything. I'm just saying whatever. That's on you. Um, So in general, there are two... uh, There's like four, because there's three versions of the Samsung, but there's one that you should get and the Dell Inspiron 14 are both on sale. And I'm not like talking a hundred dollars off. Like I think the Samsung is two. If, if you do what I'll tell you in a second, it'll be $250. The Dell off. is two. Is it two fifty? Well, no, they no MSR- it's two hundred. That's right. Yeah, they MSRP at five fifty. It used to be five ninety nine. but still three hundred forty nine dollars for a Core i three. Yeah. So, like, think about what you're talking about here. Three fifty. The the Samsung's the Core M three. It's the good one. You know, we did the here's two versions of this Chromebook that it feels like they're doing a bait and switch on do the Samsung. Do this, don't V2. do that. Right. You want to get the one that Best Buy sells. Uh, the particular model. It's just it's better. It's better built. It's better quality. 
but it's Core M3, uh, four gigs of RAM, which eh, is a little bummer, but um, but 128 gigs of internal storage. Which I didn't even know existed. I didn't either it's, until this came. It's up. a thing. There you go. And it's it's the same price as the exact same model with 64 gigs of storage. So that's why I said you, this is the one you want to get because it's it is both the cheapest and the most outfitted version. It's very strange sale, um, but yeah, they've knocked it down to 400. To get the extra $50 off of it, you need to be a student or be in a home where a student is. Um, and that's up to your discretion on how you want to deal with that. Because I'm not going to tell you. We have kids. And I was. Right. So I'm like, yeah, well, I have so. a student in the house. And I told them the school that the, my students go to. And boom. They had. I mean, it literally, it's your name. The school name. Yeah. If you're a college grade, student. Or just, graduation year. Yeah. If you're a college, if you are a student, all you have to do is put in your college email address, right. which if you go to college, you have a college email address. So Right. So, I mean, it's it's pretty simple and a lot of people fall into that category. And if you don't. You know someone hmm. who goes to school. Yeah. You could do that. So, you have to sign up to be a Best Buy member, which is free. And the right. cool thing about that is if you spend, they have levels, the free tier, you get whatever the Best Buy members are, you get points for every dollar spent which you can turn around and apply towards purchases i think last couple times i've bought at best buy i had 30 or 40 dollars worth of best buy rewards but when you spend a certain amount of money in a one-year period you get moved up to elite and then the benefits get better but you get these exclusive deals like this that you can't get otherwise and it's free to sign up it doesn't cost right it's not costing anything there's no membership there's like it's a very and it's a very simple process like there's not a big deal plus you can track all your purchases if you got to return something or you have an issue with something or you need to look up something for tax purposes, so whatever. Easier. It's like you just log in, like you can look at your entire purchase history, when you bought it, how much you paid for it, all that stuff instead of keeping up with the receipts. So do all that. I mean, you sign up for that account, you go to the link, you can go check out the, the article on Chrome Unboxed and we'll link it in the show notes. Um, but you go there, fill out these couple lines to say, hey, I've got a student, I am a student, whatever. So then you get an additional $50 off. So then that brings this Samsung Chromebook plus V2 down to 350 bucks. Easily the lowest it's ever been. Same thing for the Dell uh, Inspiron 14, which is also a very good device. Uh, 1080p, 14-inch convertible, stowable stylus, nice large stowable stylus too, all aluminum build, backlit keyboard, Core i3. Yeah, Core i3, 4 gig, 128. Just the RAM. The RAM's the only drawback of this device. Yeah, that's the device. It's a little big um, as far as just like it's bulky and it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a meaty kind of heavy device um yeah if they would have just put eight gigs of ram in that man that would probably always be like hey this is this is the best chromebook you can buy for the money right um, but yeah. it's it's always because i will tell you just from experience this morning uh i had left my chrome box uh where we were filming yesterday and i went to the office this morning and plugged in another chrome box that has a celeron processor in it and tried to run Inkscape with four gigs of RAM. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't fun. It worked, but it wasn't fun. So if you're looking for a Linux device, four gigs of RAM is yeah, not going to do eight. it. You need eight. But yeah. for a daily driver just to do whatever, that's yeah, a mean, killer deal. You can't buy a Chromebook for 350 yeah, I mean, bucks. you think about some of these like low-end EDU devices come out in their $350. 400 yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I'm like, you're talking about very good devices. I mean, the, the Plus V2s... 
I think is a great overall package is convertible and small and the stowable stylus. And like it comes with a ton of perks and super thin. It's just nice. It really is just kind of insane. So yeah, those, those deals are definitely worth checking out if you're listening to this in time. Yeah. And then, and then the Google store is going to have, well, they've got a couple deals out right now. They've got sales on everything. Just a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Home stuff, everything right now. If you have not yet delved into the smart assistant speaker space, you can get there. No strings attached. Usually to get a a decent deal on the home hub or Google home mini. God, Um, the Google home mini, you have to buy something else or it's in a package or something like that. This is just all by itself. Just go pick them up. 25 bucks a piece. Yeah. Straight from Google, you know, like no weird got to buy six or, you know, add it with this or only one per customer. Like it, yeah, there's is just the $25. Hub, is it 79? It's 79 somewhere. Is it 79 there? On, yeah. I mean, on the Google we've store. We've seen some deals for 60 on Rakuten and that's great, but 79 bucks directly from Google. If you didn't get I the think, YouTube uh, TV the, thing. The, uh, old, the old school Google home, like the mm-hmm. original yeah. Google home is like, is it 59, 60 bucks? 60, Good I think. Grief. I think 69 it's 60. Like, and I got one in my closet. I'll say for it, it's a it's a great little speaker, and it is. Uh, we have one in our at our house, and like we, I brought the Max to our house for about two days, and realized like the way my home's laid out, that's just way too much speaker uh, for the Put house. Put in the basement. Yeah. We've got it. We've got it here at the office, and it's and a it's, bit too much speaker for this speaker in here. You know, like the the regular Google Home would be plenty for most people, but uh, yeah, for it to be. Because it used to be 130 bucks, and it was just like, eh, do I really need one that bad? Man, you get down to 60 bucks, like, yeah, I feel like I need to just buy one just to go and get another one. I don't, I probably don't, but I got so many Google Home Minis at <laughs> our mean, house, it's absurd. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, so, like, so great one, deals. One more deal, uh, I think it's still live. We wrote about it. Uh, we don't usually look at eBay stuff very much, but there's an oh, yeah. eBay seller, and they, they're a they're a digital. St- uh, store or whatever they're located here in the u.s they do other things as well but they have an online ebay store where they sell new and refurbished devices but they have these refurbished late generation chromebooks for crazy cheap but most of the time you get a refurb it's got a 30 or 90 day warranty on it this has a one-year warranty and i can't remember but like the base pixel book 5.99 i think uh, yeah, uh, I think it, I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah because I think you can get the i seven for eight hundred dollars refurbished with a one year warranty. So if it's got a one year warranty, it's the same as buying a new. And they have fifteen thousand reviews and ninety nine point seven percent positive. So these guys obviously back up what they sell. Right. But you're talking one of the most powerful and most beautiful Chromebooks out there for eight hundred dollars. It's crazy. So. Yeah, a couple hundred dollars. Uh, looks like you wrote the Core i7 Pixelbook, uh, so the, the maxed out one for eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean that's insane. <laughs> that's, that's literally a hundred dollars less than no, that's no, two hundred less, less than, than the w- base Pixelbook new. Right, but you get a one year warranty. A- anyways, I would just had to mention that because that's yeah, those are some insane. But they have the ASUS C three hundred two. They have the, some old school Chrome boxes. Uh, they've got all kinds of stuff on that MacBooks, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And like I said, we don't we don't usually peruse eBay, and we don't really encourage people to go to eBay because it's kind of it's wild, wild west. But these guys are legitimate, you know, storefront in, here in the states, and 
it was just it was too crazy not to share so hopefully if any of you guys did happen across that and buy something from us give us some feedback we'd love to know what you got and and love to hear your experience because i'd love to know that these guys are, are doing the thing there yep deals 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 as always, folks, you can check out all of this stuff that we've talked about over on chromeunbox.com. Do we do we do we have anything else, guys? We I think that's it for this we, week. Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, I think that was what we wanted to cover. So, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Like I said, check out the website chromeunbox.com. We'll put all of the links uh, in the show notes. But thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.